0: After a few days of allowing myself to have a pity party, because we all need those from time to time, I had a decision I had to make. I had to decide what meaning this experience of being a daddyless daughter was going to have for me. What was I supposed to learn from the ache that I was experiencing? What would this reality teach me as I moved forward in my life? And the answer was clear, but the journey would be long challenging and full of growth opportunities. I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself and Her podcast where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Hey there, welcome back to the Me, Myself and Her podcast. This conversation I'm going to have with you today is a very personal one. It's one that I don't share about very often, not because I haven't healed, Not because I'm afraid of any type of of judgment or anything like that, but I just don't get around to having the conversation about being a daddyless daughter. So I took this opportunity, especially since Father's Day was this past Sunday. I wanted this to be a Father's Day edition, but not for the fathers necessarily, but for the fatherless daughters. I wanted us to feel seen heard and our experiences to be understood, even if in very small ways. So today I want to honor you as a fatherless daughter. I want your experience to be magnified in your own life so that you can live, you can love, and you can succeed no matter your parenting experience. And I'm hoping this short conversation is an opportunity for self-reflection, an opportunity for you to understand a fatherless daughter, even if you're not one, and for you to get to know me, the mental fitness coach, a little bit better. I heard the term daddyless daughter being used to describe women like me years ago, and I didn't like it. I thought, why would a woman want to categorize herself in that way? And at the time, it seemed like a victimizing label that I wanted no parts of, mainly, and I know this now in hindsight, mainly because I hadn't healed from the impact that my father's absence had on my life. I wasn't distancing myself from a label. I was distancing myself from my pain my unhealed wounds that my father's absence had created. But today, as you can see, I'm okay with the term Daddy a Daughter. I'm okay with the experience of my father's absence, and I embrace the growth opportunities that it has afforded me. It doesn't mean that I would choose that if I had a choice. I would absolutely want a healthy, inspirational, loving father to be a part of my formative years of development, my life as an adult daughter. But that's not my reality. And because that wasn't my reality, I had to decide what I was going to do with the pain, the uncertainty and all the other things that go along with a father's absence. As a daddyless daughter, I experienced emotional turmoil throughout the years, and I struggled to make peace with my abandonment issues. And it really didn't matter why my father wasn't a part of my life. It didn't matter how logical the explanation was. I always imagined that it must have been something about me that I wasn't good enough in some way, shape, or form. I wasn't worthy enough for him to move heaven and earth to be a part of my life. And because of that story, I suffered from feelings of inadequacy, low self-esteem. I was really angry at my father because it was easier to feel anger versus sadness. I saw myself reflected in his absence as less worthy of love because if my father could discard me so easily, how would anyone else see me as valuable? I remember as a young child, I would sometimes imagine what having a daddy would feel like, especially when I would see other young girls with their fathers. I would imagine having a man in my life that I loved and that loved me back that I could call Daddy, and to this day, it feels odd picturing myself calling someone daddy because that word doesn't fit into my lived experience. So as a child, I would use my imagination to feel more connected to my father. And unfortunately, I didn't have a therapist. I didn't have adults in my life who were equipped to help me figure out my emotions, who had the language to help me to understand that what I was going through was normal. Because of that lack of support and understanding, there's a lingering And it was well into my adult years that I still had daddy issues. I still had problems with my self-esteem. I had trust issues and I was fiercely independent because no man was going to have an opportunity to let me down and hurt me like my father had. And needless to say, these challenges challenged my relationships, challenged how I showed up in confidence. Challenged all areas of my life because they were there festering underneath the facade that I had it all together. I was educated. I was doing well in my career. I was financially secure. And from all external looks and appearances, I had it going on. No one would have ever known that I still had an intense longing to know my father. To feel connected to him, to know where I come from on the paternal side of my family. No one would have ever known because I fought not to allow myself to know. I didn't even give myself permission to say, Alicia, it's okay for you to need him. It's okay for you to be angry that your father daughter experience didn't go the way that you needed. It's okay for you to be sad. It's okay for you to have that longing, it's okay, and you will also be okay. The mental and emotional impact of my father's absence ran deep, and I never really understood how deeply I was wounded until I gave myself permission to take off the bandage and heal all that infected emotional crust and crud that builds up over the years when we neglect our mental and emotional health when we're content looking the part while trying not to fall apart, and when we choose to struggle alone versus reaching out to someone that can help us in mind, body, spirit, and our relationships. And that's the place that I had to go in order to heal. I basically had to practice what I preach. And I tell you, It has made all the difference. It allows me to stand up in front of people and tell my story with confidence and the richness of the lessons that I have encountered, learned, and incorporated in my life. I can talk about the sadness of the story while also promoting the beauty of the glory because on the other side of my pain was purpose. On the other side of my sadness was support on the other side of my trials was a testimony on the other side of my uncertainty was faith and assurance and on the other side of my trust issues and fierce independence is my man my husband who has loved me supported me and dealt with me as i've learned to live love and lead despite my parental circumstances If you've had an opportunity to read the Live Like Her blog at livelikeher.com, You already know that my father passed away before I could reconcile, before I could talk to him and have him walk me down the aisle at my wedding. And you also know that through my healing journey, I forgave him. I forgave myself. And I'm continuing to allow my story as a daddyless daughter to unfold. I'm continuing to understand and share more fully that it's only a part of my story. It's not the entirety. It's not all the chapters. It's not the whole book. It's a chapter. Although my father played a role in my life, I get to decide how the story unfolds and how things progress. I get to decide if there are edits, if there are some things that need tweaking, if there are some mindsets that need to get changed, if there are some helpers and healers that need to get written into the storyline of my life through my father's death i missed out on the opportunity to hear my father's side of the story and reconcile and that's okay my side of the story is what matters now and i am in control of how this side of the story is gonna go thank you for tuning in i hope you found value in the conversation Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 or on Facebook at livelikeher. Make sure that you subscribe to Me, Myself, and Her on your favorite podcast listening platform so that you never miss an episode.